yes, 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 yes. Hey guys, welcome to the Science of Getting Rich podcast. Always remember folks, whatever you think about comes about, whatever you focus on grows. Hey, today we're going to listen in on a talk I recently gave on Twitter spaces. I don't know if you're on Twitter. It's a lot like Clubhouse where you can talk. I recorded it. I pinned it to my profile if you are a person that uses Twitter and um, try to get the audio on here. I hope it sounds good. Hope you appreciate it. And, um, you know, it's been a while since I've recorded much here on the Science of Getting Rich podcast. I apologize. I've had some people actually ask me why I stopped. I didn't stop. I've just been working on other projects. You know, I'm always posting to Instagram, been trying to support our um, the Money Flow Trading Gang and uh, <clears throat> Money Flow Gang, and, and, and I've done some live events recently. So just trying to get my message out that anybody, regardless of age, race, or financial situation, can get rich in America. So I hope you enjoy this. God bless. Why I put you on mute. Yes, yes, yes. Man, oh man. Man, oh man. Man, I was thinking today. That phone looks a little crooked. Oh, we're not doing video on that. Not on this one. So, I'm thinking, I got my little props here. This is just to get your mind on real estate. I like that. Little for rent sign. If you're on, on, uh, you can hear me, man. Let me know. Um, playing around with this TikTok. I put it sideways. I probably don't have the settings right. You start playing with different platforms. You just got to play with them, man. So a couple months ago on Instagram, I was talking a lot because I'm, I'm kind of working on a course on this idea called Nine Thoughts on Getting Rich. And you can replace that word with whatever. It's just you can make it abundant. So instead of saying nine thoughts on getting rich, you could say nine thoughts on living more abundant or getting abundant because it's on purpose, man. It won't be on accident. And you'll hear me say a lot about time. Today I was fucking around on TikTok and yelling at people about time. I'm just trying to catch their attention. Time is your greatest asset and can be your worst enemy, man. Because the more it goes by, the more it's kind of working against you. Man, ain't nobody on there. Let's see. Hold on just a second. We got one. I need to get followers on there, don't I? Hold on. Let's see. Relax, man. People who come in. You can hear me on Twitter. Hit me one little button. Give me a 100 or something. Give me a 100, man. Um... That's why I don't like spaces. You can't hear yourself. Okay, somebody gave me a peace sign, not a 100. So nine thoughts on getting rich. Getting rich is simple. And you say, what do you mean? I mean, it's a formula, man. It's an actual formula that you have to actually apply yourself to. And it's, you got to make decisions and thoughts with the purpose of accumulating more. Um, and there's a lot of venues to do that. There's a lot of ways to do that. We could do that. There's different, there's different, and, and we'll see as we go down the thoughts. Uh, thought number two is to pick your blueprint. That means there's different ways, man. But the same math applies to all. I saw today on the news people talking about corporate greed, that the reason for inflation is 
corporate greed. Oh, okay. Has nothing to do with massive fucking money printing and the economy being shut down, right, for a year. It had nothing to do with that. Everything to do with greed and Putin. And so, you know, it's this blame game. And you wonder why a lot of people have a problem with pillar number 10, take full responsibilities, because their own fucking leaders everywhere, all over the world, are pushing it on to somebody else. But the truth is, you have a time that's been allotted to you. And what you do at that time, how much you do it, is going to be the result of the yield or the harvest or what, how you get paid. And I was going through some of my investments today, and the guy says, well, what about you? I said, well, I've been at it 20 years. And here's the thing about life, man. You're going to get hit, man. You're going to get fired. You're going to get outsourced. There's going to be uh, uh, COVID's going to happen, and that shit's going to happen in the future, too. So when any conversation to do with investing or getting rich has to be a conversation about you're going to get fucking punched. Your wife might cheat on you. Your husband might cheat on you. There's something bad is going to happen to you. and You still have to get up and fucking do this and stay on track, man. What co- what gets most people is they just don't stay on track, man. Shit's going to happen to you. I promise. I promise horrific bad things. And when that happens, you you have a job. You have to protect your investments. This is why a lot of people don't. Getting rich is not that complicated. If you've been alive on Earth for 30 years, you could have just simply put it in the S&P 500 and averaged 9%, 10%. Well, fuck, do the math over 30 years. It's a lot of money. So that works. Default fucking investing works. You got it? Okay. So that works, man. And so if we know that works and we're not doing that, what happens? So, and that's most people and that's time. So when you hear me yelling at people, your most valuable thing is time. Meaning is what are you doing with the time? Are you doing what you need to do with the time? And all investments multiply over time. So if any thought about being an investor or maybe I talk a lot about investing in real estate because I own a lot of properties. This month I collected not a lot. 14,400 in rent. That's not a lot. It's a lot, though. <laughs> right? I got a friend that collects 140000 I got one friend that collects $190,000 in rent. And you say, what's the difference? One, he's got 10 years on me. And you say, what do you mean? Meaning he's doing what I'm doing. He's 10 years older than me. And he's kept pushing. And now he clicks. He's 10 axed. He doesn't. Because at one point he collected zero. And then he collected 1,000. And then three. And then five. And then 10. And then 14. And 28. And the game, every five to seven years, if you understand it, you double. But you don't get to there accidentally. We got two people on TikTok. That's fucking terrible. All right, I'm going to show them how to get rich. On TikTok. Right? So as we think about this, nine thoughts on getting rich. The first one is it's simple. So investing in index funds is simple. Owning real estate is super simple. It's very easy. There's just five steps, right? It's super simple. All you gotta do is find properties. You say, how do you find them? Well, fucking once you under, once you've solved that, you know how to find them, right? So you just take the time to answer that question. How do, how do I do that? Well, answer it. And that's what study research, right? So the concept is simple. How do we find them? Then what do we got to do? Analyze them. How do we do that? I don't know. Learn. 
right? Find them, analyze them, and what? Buy them. You say, how do you do that? Learn, right? Buy them. Now what? We got to manage them. What do you mean? Someone's got to collect the money. Someone's got to fix shit. You say, well, I don't want to do that. Okay. Then you got to pay someone, right? And so as you go down the scale, you get to decide what keeps you from keeping going. See, once you understand that nine thoughts on getting rich and you're saying, wow, this is just a money game, man. This is just a shift game. It's just make this decision and not that decision and then stay with it and then do it again. And then it becomes a game of doubles. And so if I know that if I put money, guy says, why real estate? I said, because it stores human energy, man. The reason it goes up, guess what, guys, with inflation, guess what went up? Houses. It's been doing that my whole fucking life. I don't know about the economy. Economies go up and down. I can't predict that. I'm not an economist, and they don't even always get it right. But here's what I know. It stores human energy. And so if your goal is to accumulate or become rich, because anyone in America, regardless of age, race, or financial situation, can get rich. It's just a thought process. It's changing how you allocate your time, right? You're, you're, you're going to have a job. Everybody has a fucking job, all right? What do you do when you're not there? What do you do with the money you make at the job? It's just decisions, allocations that you begin to make. So getting rich is simple, but you got to pick a blueprint. You got to pick a blueprint. A company called AG&C last night. other one, $88. It's not a lot of money. First started paying me, it was like 12 bucks. We've gone from 12 to 88 over like nine years. You say, Joe, that's just 88 bucks. I know. This is time. Nine years. The 88 bucks is because of the amount that I put in the game. It could be 880 bucks. It could just as easily be $8,880. Right? It's fractal. Imagine if you got $8,000 for doing nothing. Would you stop working? Some of you quit working. Some people quit working. They were like, oh, I got 8,000 bucks. I'm done. But see, then you don't get rich. So what you got to figure out is how do you make this 880? And I'm using that as an example. It doesn't have to be that, right? How do we get $880? It's separate from our job. We don't need it. And it continues to go up and appreciate. And what if you get that? What if you just keep it? And when life comes at you and things get hard and bad shit happens or things are going on, you just keep it. You never sell it. You just hold it and let it grow. Guess what? Time times amount times you. That'll just continue to get bigger. Maybe today you bring it home. You're like, man, fuck. So we got to pick a blueprint. Now, my blueprint in the beginning, and I think it's going to change and it could be situational dependent. If you're killing it as a doctor, you're probably not doing real estate, man. Let's be real. You could do Airbnb. So if you're making great money, and I'd say I'd do that. That's easy, man. Any fucking monkey can do that. Just money. Like you guys know that, right? To get in the Airbnb thing, people are like, oh, this looks complicated. Come on, man. Stop it. All you gotta do is sign a piece of paper. It's not fucking hard. Like when I looked into Airbnb, like 
four or five hours of research. Okay, I understand how the app works. Okay, what are the average rental rates? I get on fucking YouTube and I'm looking at aerial footage and I'm looking at the different types of condos. I'm like, wow, some of them are really tall. Some of them are really short. And the smaller they are with the less units, the higher the HOA because there's not as many people to spread it around. And I just spend some time in it. All you got to do at home beach man is just have fucking money. Like, they're not keeping you out because you're black or Hispanic or white. You'd be a 20-year-old girl. You got 300 grand, they'll hook you up. I mean, this game is just about mount, man. So once you understand your thought, nine thoughts on getting rich, anyone get rich. You just need money you don't need. You need margin. We're going to talk about that. The richest guy I know was a, he was a maintenance man at the University of Alabama. He just learned the money game. It's really disappointing. You have five people on alive, man. All right, so we're at 28. Um, let's put this on Twitter again. There we go. So, thoughts. So, AGNC pays 11% dividend. I'm just using this as an example. I'm not telling you run out and buy. So, if we got $100,000... I know people with a hundred grand. Come on, dude. That's not a lot of money. So last month I collected fourteen thousand four hundred dollars in rent. Now I carry debt, and that's a whole nother you know conversation, right? That comes out to one hundred seventy-two thousand eight hundred dollars a year. I started with one house, okay, and then dividends this month I collected two thousand one hundred sixty-six dollars. That fluctuates month to month. Times that times twelve. That's twenty-six thousand. So what is that number? Zero, zero, eight, eight, nine. That's $198,800. None of this has anything to do with a job. You know, I can have a job. I can work at UPS. Wherever you work, I probably work there. You're not so brilliant. I can't do what you do. Right? Does that have nothing to do with job? That was my energy from jobs that I stored up over time. And I just pushed a shit ton in there in a short period of time. So the nine thoughts on getting rich, number one, getting rich is simple. Number two, you have to pick a blueprint. And blueprint means what, what are you going to invest in? So for me, first, it started with houses. And I just started buying house after house. So we would work. We'd save. We, we, we'd save about 40, 50% of our money. And once we had enough for a down payment, we put 20% down, went and purchased a property. And I just did that over and over and over and over. And I bought one to two a year. And I just kept doing that for like the first eight or nine years. That was why I got up in the morning. That was why I mowed yards. That's why I had a job. That's why I started our business was to get money so that I could buy these properties. And as I did it, I had a standard where each property was going to pay me like 200 bucks. You know, give or take. That was the goal. 200 bucks. Here's the other goal. My time after work and on weekends, I'm the guy painting it. I'm the guy repairing it. I'm the guy doing this. So I got a lot of sweat equity, they call it. So this morning I'm ranting about time. That's what I'm talking about, man. So you got time. So this weekend you can play with yourself or you could go paint a property. It's up to you. You say, well, I don't have a property. I know that's up to you too. You need money. 
And you say, well, what do you mean? It means you got to stop giving it for other things, man. Somehow you got to get it. Time times amount. Because now as I bought these houses and I got to number eight, number nine, and that's not how I pay my bills, man. That's not my job, right? And it, But this is making money. And so I don't eat it right away. I don't want to use it. I want to roll it. So by the time I get to five houses, say we're three years in, I got a thousand coming in from the houses, right? I don't need it. That's not, that's not my work money. So that's hitting the checking account. Bam. So when you get to six months, there's six grand from that. But guess what? You're putting in, right? And guess what? You're probably trying some other shit. Maybe some other things work. And then I start to think, well, man, fuck, dude. Why don't I take that thousand and start putting it into stuff like A, G, and C? I'm, I'm able to buy houses with my money. I work. I save money. I buy properties. What if I took the money from the properties and started buying REITs? Started buying shit like McDonald's and Verizon and AT&T. And whenever stocks were on sale, I would just keep fucking buying. And then I started developing the money flow, which is that shit I teach from the shirt, from the book, the money flow system. right? And so it's what I do is I go forward. I take all the money from all the people that pay me rent or buy my book, right? Or, or hire my business or what? Anyway, anyway, I'm getting money or give me dividends. So as money comes in, what? I want to allocate a certain amount of it, what? Back in. And then you just keep expanding and growing. Hold on. Structure your life around it. Meaning, you have to aggressively start thinking about it. If you want to be a real estate investor, you doing nothing is the worst thing. Every day it passes, you don't have equity growing. So every day I wake up, I'm literally richer. If you have one property that you don't need, meaning you live here and you own the one next door, tomorrow, like a stock, there's a tiny little tick. That house is worth a little bit more. Tiny amount. You can't see it. It's not on a ticker symbol. Right? Rent costs a little bit more. Milk costs just a little bit more. I've been saying the same thing 20 years. All this just keeps going. You're like, oh, it's really high right now. Yeah, yeah. It does this called business cycle. They'll hit fuck rates. It'll come down. And then it'll go up again. And same stupid people get elected. And the same stupid people live in society. And most people will be broke. And a few people will be rich because they fucking decided to. And these people will cry that these people took advantage of these people. It's like, no, you were allocated time. You were fucking born. And the next day, you are a little older. And what you did the next day, you're a little bit older. So tomorrow, if you take no activity to today, if you don't think about it, if you don't push on it, if you don't own it, if you're not doing it, you're going to be a little bit less. And so as you understand, like this is how you, time is fractal, man. Time. So every day passes that you don't have dividends, that you don't have properties, you're not appreciating, you're literally poorer. Most people have reverse compounding going, dude. They are literally growing poorer as time goes on. So your mom, your dad, you say, what do you mean? Well, they got credit card payments. They got kids. They're just working. And if you notice the one asset in most people's lives that actually works, that they can actually do something with it, that actually changes their life is their personal home. You ever see people move from Chicago or California and they're like, fuck, dude, I can sell this house for a million bucks and move to to fucking... West Virginia and buy a mansion, a mansion for a million bucks or downsize and retire. Why this? 
right? What if they had bought 20 of them? You say, what do you mean? Everybody's got a million dollar house now. Imagine 20 years ago, you woke up and listened to some dude on fucking Instagram yelling at you saying, you need to buy properties, you need to buy dividend stocks. What if your parents had actually listened to what the fuck I'm saying and they did that consistently for the last 10, 15, 20 years, your family would be rich. There's a million towns where that's true. And it's true in 10 years from now and 10 years from now. But when you live in the moment, when you live in the mem, and you let day after day, so this thing about real estate and stocks, and you, I can show you how to use charts and I can show you all, that's not your fucking problem. Your problem is staying on it and not looking for an excuse to get out of it. So a guy buys two houses, he ends up selling them for some stupid reason. Now he has no houses. When the guy the other day used to have 12 rentals, I'm like, how many you got now? And he's like, none. Oh, okay. That's smart. He said, I thought it was at a high. Oh, okay. So if you have 12 and you think the market's at a high, and I mean, you really believe there's a problem, sell one. Take all that fucking money, put it in the bank. You're good. You've got good credit. You've got properties. You're going to keep renting. If it pulls back, you've got money to do something. If it doesn't pull back, you're down a house, right? That would be a logical way to approach it. You got to avoid extremism, all in, all out kind of mentalities. You know, there's people like, well, fuck, I'm gonna go all cash and capitalize on the coming great. You're not gonna do anything, man. That is not how anybody I ever met got rich. They got rich by owning shit through the cycles, up and down, just constantly accumulating, buying shit that was on sale. And when shit's overpriced, they take advantage and sell some. So when Twitter hit $50, you should have sold some because the fucking thing is now fair value. We don't make money in fair value stocks, right? Unless they pay a dividend drip. A yield because then yeah you can just hold apple it goes up it goes down right it goes up but just holding a growth stock if it hits true value you're going to get plenty of opportunities to get it back man we're getting we're, we're getting off we're getting off topic gerald structure your life stay with it structure your life around this you say i want to buy real estate then stop fucking not buying it and buy it Most people I talk to got more excuses why they can't do it than why they just just go do it, man. It's like I, one guy I'm talking to, I'm like, what's the worst that could happen? He's like, what do you mean? I said, that deal you're describing, say you bought it. What is the worst that happens? What if you overpaid? What then? It doesn't mean anything, man. As long as you use good fundamentals, you put 20% down, you got a good loan. Like, who gives a fuck if the house goes up 10, 20%? That's, it hasn't changed life because you're going to own properties in the future where that happens. So if you can't do it now, you can't do it then. Like, how's that work, man? So you should, don't look for reasons not to buy. Look for reasons to buy. That's how you handle an uncertainty. I mean, I'm looking for reasons to buy, but they need to be legitimate reasons, right? In other words, it needs to cash flow. The loan needs to be right. The deal, I want to buy A, G, and C when it's on sale. So when the dividend yield is 8%, I don't want to own it. When it's below 10%, I want to buy some, right? So right now, A, G, and C, I mean, why don't we get 1,000 shares, guys? Fuck. It's like, what would that be? That'd be 120 bucks. That'd be cool. What's that look like in 10 years? Shit, I'm going to be here. I don't know about you. I'm hoping in 10 years I'm at least getting 300 from that. You say, well... Why don't we get 3,000? You could. Stud up, man. Go get it. Go buy 100,000 of it. You'll get a fucking $1,000 every month. 
1100 bucks. Most of you guys would be too scared. Oh, I don't want to own that much, Gerald. That might look like real investing. Oh, I don't want to own that much. That'd be very risky. Oh, I don't want to buy all those properties, Gerald. That's what I hear a lot of. But it's so risky. Really? Is it risky getting rich? Number five, grow your income. You know what's risky? Not owning properties, not owning AGNC, not owning dividend stocks. That's what the fuck is risky. You know what's risky? Not owning Bitcoin, not that the price of Bitcoin's coming down. Once you understand this, now, see, now when you start thinking like that, you're inside the nine thoughts on getting rich. Right? You, you can't think like other people, man. You got to change. You can't think like the 97% of people in the world, dude. Even your average investor that I talk to are actually don't know shit about investing. They don't know anything, man. And that's why I meet guys all the time. They got two or three million. If I'd have had the money they were making, I'd have 20 or 30 million. And you're like, well, why don't you? Dude, I mowed yards. I, worked, I was a prison guard. So when I got onto this game, I barely made any money, man. So what did I do? Structured my life around it. You say, what do you mean? Me and my partner work. had to it's the only way to make this work man. you say what do you mean man i need amounts i need money nobody else needs man i need money i ain't got to pay taxes i ain't giving it away i'm not spending it on this i'm not spending it on that i need money man time times amount times yield so i'm at 198 these are rounded numbers of course that's what i'll collect this year gross that's not a job not a book sale not any partnerships that I have or other business things that I do. Not counting, you know, a flip I might do or any of that kind of stuff. Just cash flow. That started with $12. Payment from AT&T. And then my first rental, I was getting 150 So basically, I went from zero cash flow. Most of you have zero. Like, literally, no money coming in. If you, you get paid if you go to work. Like like $198,800, whether you go or not. The only way that works is understanding time times amount times you and the nine thoughts on getting rich. And that has nothing to do with, you know, were you born in Connecticut or were you born in the hood in LA? You can invest in AG&C on your phone. So you can buy fucking shoes and everything else everybody buys. They can buy shares of AG&C. I mean, this game is now open to everybody. You can live in the ghetto and start doing this. You can shit, you can, I wouldn't do it, but you can. You can invest in real estate on your phone. I've thought about doing that, some deals like that. All right, guys, thanks for listening today. Um, that was a little bit from uh, a Twitter talk we gave earlier today. Again, Twitter spaces. Hey, if you don't have my free ebook, um, You Don't Have to Die Broke. Simply go to Gerald Peters, G-E-R-A-L-D-P-E-T-E-R-S dot info. Again, Gerald Peters dot info.